G'day everyone. Welcome to another night of the Glory Prophetic School. Yes, we're welcome. back with uh, we're back this week with Cherie. Well, thank you. Welcome, welcome back, and we're back here with Nick as well. Well, yeah, but uh, I was here last week. I feel like <laughs> you're doing a bit of a prodigal son type thing here to us, Cherie. This is the second time. <laughs> well, I always love coming back for a feast, so you know. Come on. You know why wouldn't you? Yeah, man, it's good. It's good. What do we got coming up tonight? Well. We have the amazing Pastor Rebecca Dominopoulos with us again yeah. tonight, and she's speaking with us about dreams, visions, and the angelic. It's Come on. so one of my favorite sessions, actually. So, yeah. as usual, we will or may not have our Q&A at the end of this session for about yeah. 10 minutes, but please make a note of any questions that you have, and if we don't get t- time for the questions, please put them in the chat, and we'll get, hopefully, Pastor Pastor Rebecca to answer them uh, when she can. Yeah. Or one of the other leaders at another stage. Exactly. Might exactly. be another opportunity another night if we don't get to them tonight. Perfect. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Come on. And we'll be in the chat throughout the evening as well. We so are going to be in the chat. So as please per usual. engage with us and engage yep. with each other. And um, yeah, just it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you a funny story about a prodigal please. son? Please. Okay. So. Um, I grew up in the Catholic Church and um, I got to uh, connect with um, a couple of Pakistani fellas in Toowoomba where I grew up. This was only, I don't know, like six or seven years ago. So we, we met them like out in the street and we were praying for people and stuff and we got to meet them. And um, one of them wanted to come along to the Catholic Church to find out what it was like. So he wanted to go to mum and dad's church. So I rock up and um, I'm not sure if you're all familiar with how a Catholic service runs, but they have like a gospel reading during the um, during the service and um, the gospel reading for that night was on the prodigal son. So after the service, went and um, spoke to some uh, like family friends and stuff that I hadn't seen for a while and um, one of the gentlemen proceeded to tell me that he was quite glad that I'd come back to the Catholic Church on such a night as that one as uh, the prodigal son's story was being read that night on my return. So it was basically a message for you, Nick. Apparently it was. So, um, yeah, <laughs> let's just say it was a little bit awkward, but uh, we made the most well, of it. Glad you're back <laughs> yeah. in the fold. <laughs> I know, right? Been back ever since. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Tonight, what I really felt in my heart was that I feel like the Father was going to release some freedom. And I felt to read out of Galatians, excuse me, Galatians chapter 5. And it says, in the NLT, it says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God or a prophetic word, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. I'll say it again. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation of the whole law of Moses. For if you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you've been cut off from Christ. You've fallen away from God's grace. And what I felt to remind us is that our freedom and our identity in the Lord doesn't come from sharing an accurate prophetic word. It doesn't come from seeing a blue angel or um, having a, a wild dream or vision. If anyone knows about blue angels, I'd really like to understand what the fascination or the the significance of a blue angel is. So, do you know about it at all? I feel like it represents a revelation, that revelation is in the room. Okay. That's interesting. That makes sense. I've heard it like thrown around a lot and never understood. So, (laughs) 
I'm going to ask someone tonight. But yeah, I feel like the word, what the Lord put on my heart tonight was that our identity doesn't come from this stuff, right? It comes from knowing who God is. And, and as soon as we said yes to him, we're in, right? And we have the full freedom that Jesus paid for straight away. So just want to remind us of that. And, um, you know, John 8, it says uh, that we are really and unquestionably free. Um, so let's just relish in that tonight. And um, yeah, let's let's tuck in for what the Lord is going to say through Pastor Rebecca tonight. And, um, Excited. We'll see you for some activations Woo-hoo, a bit later it's on. It's going to be fun. See you soon. See you guys. Good. Okay, welcome everybody. Well done on making out in this, uh, making out, <laughs> making it out in this weather. Or making out, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, Sarah sends her apologies. Otis has been sick all day, so she can't be here tonight, unfortunately. Um, but we have the lovely Beck again on dreams and visions. Should be amazing, so we'll just welcome her up now. Hello, everyone. It's good to see you again. Yes, God is good. It's fun to be back with you all together and um, ready for a good night. Shakamande. This is exciting. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how did everybody go last week with finding um, moments in their week to just grab five minutes with God, like they're at the clothesline moment? How did you go? Did you practice it? Yeah. Can I hear some? What was maybe one that you were like, oh, thank you, God. That's a great idea. Anybody feel open to share? Yeah. Just one of the times you found in your week to grab a moment with God. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's... Okay. Did you get to pray for him? That's awesome. Got to share the gospel. She just had a moment to feel like she could share the gospel with someone. But what, what, what I'm going after is, anybody have, after last week, we talked about asking the Holy Spirit for a moment in your week that is like your regular day in, day out um, habit kind of in the week that you can take a moment with God. Someone said... Driving? Driving's a good one. Anybody else get driving? Yeah, cool. Awesome. That's good. I'm glad that was helpful. And the shower. (laughs) That's good too. (laughs) 
many a revelation in the shower, people. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarah sends her love. Um, baby Otis is sick, so she's not here tonight, but we're going to have fun together. And let's just pray. I just want to focus on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Shakamahande. Why don't you pray in your prayer language? Jesus, we love you. We just set our face on you tonight, Lord. We thank you for this time, this opportunity where we just get to learn and focus on you. And Holy Spirit, we just thank you for your presence right now. Lord, we thank you for the, Lord, the dreams, visions, and the sea around. And right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I take authority of the spiritual atmosphere here. And Lord, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. Lord, I thank you for an opening up of the spirit realm tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for an opening and a popping of visions in, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence here. Lord, I thank you for your angels in the room tonight. Lord, I thank you for your angels. Lord, you send your angels concerning us, Lord, and we thank you for your, for your angels here tonight in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're about to do and what you're about to open up in people's lives in Jesus' name. I'm going to get a little closer to you. Thank you, God. Okay, so tonight, one of my favourite topics is visions, dreams, the angelic, see a realm. We're going all there tonight. And um, you know what, this is, this is fun, but it's also, I want to just, before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to just say, this is for everybody. It's not for elite few. It's not weird. We're not going woohoo over here. It's biblical. We're all right. We're safe. There is a spiritual realm. Okay, <laughs> so we are, we're going to just talk through some of those things. And then get into some more detail for you guys. First Chronicles 12.32 talks about the sons of Ishakar. The sons of Ishakar, all these men understood the signs and the times and they knew the best course to take. And part of living in a prophetic lifestyle and, and stirring up the, the gift of the prophetic in us is to understand the times we are in, to understand what the Father is doing, to see, to hear, to know what He's doing. That's what we're, that's where, so we can agree with it and we can say, yes, God, so it be on the earth as it is in heaven. That's the point, okay? So we're naturally supernatural. We're naturally supernatural. We live in a physical earth, but there is a supernatural realm. Um, 2 Corinthians 10, 4. For though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. On the contrary, they, are, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. Okay, So there is a spiritual realm and there's, there's a, the weapons that we use in the spirit are not fighting flesh and blood, but we're in the spirit and we're seeing supernatural realms. Okay. And I believe every time we talk about this, every time we um, get to share about this, I believe people get activated um, and open up into a next level of, of seeing and hearing what God's doing. And it's going to happen for people here tonight. I know it in Jesus' name. Um, and this, the purpose is to stir each other up and give language and give um, e examples so that you go, oh, hang on a second. 
oh yeah, I think that's me. <laughs> okay, and and one thing, what's what's wonderful about the prophetic and getting around prophetic people is getting to bounce those things, and you go, oh yeah, actually, that's what that is. You know, there's this Aaron my, Aaron, my husband tells this story. He was this young, I don't know, 12, 13 year old on on the prayer line, and didn't think he could he knew what the presence of God was or felt like and he was just you know on the prayer line how arms out and as the minister went along praying for him he went oh there's the presence of God right now can you feel it it's all over you and it as a 13 year old kid it made him go oh that's what that is you know and that's what we're doing here tonight where you know, giving language, giving you some ability to go, ah, that's what that is. And when you know what it is, then you can lean into it. Hey, when you know what it feels like, looks like, smells like, see, like vision like, <laughs> you can go, aha, and you can lean into it and you can ask God for more. Um, Acts two seventeen. we all have access. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Young men see visions. Old men see dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show, shower windows of heaven above and signs on the earth below. Okay, so is, there's no respecter of persons in the, in the Holy Spirit in the kingdom of God. And we, we just get to partner with the Holy Spirit. We, and you know what? Like I was talking about last week, it all comes from a place of intimacy. It all comes from a place of relationship with the Father. It all comes from seeking Him, wanting to know Him. Because do you know what? He actually wants to talk to you more than you want to talk to him. He's actually like wanting to break into your world more than you could even burn for, as as much as on fire as you could be. He wants to be with you, talk to you, be around you, breaking into your world. He'll use anything to talk to you. He'll use anything to encourage you. He'll use anything to break into that moment, even in the shower. How are we doing online, friends? I didn't get to say hi to you in the beginnings. Nice to have you with us. You're going to join us this week for activations in the beginning, and then you'll break off. So it's going to be fun and do some angel stuff. Okay. Um, 1 John 2.20, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and, and all of you know the truth. So we have an anointing from the Holy Spirit. We get to partner with the Holy Spirit and we get to just step into living life naturally supernatural. Okay. Okay. So Daniel 7.15, Daniel talks to God and, and he asks God about what he's seen. Okay, so we're talking about seeing tonight and that see around. And it says, I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached the one standing there and I asked the true meaning of this. And I think this is a cool key to remember is when we're, you know, seeing visions, understanding things prophetically is to always ask, Say, God, I'm seeing this, I'm hearing this, I'm feeling this, I'm sensing this. What are you doing? Holy Spirit, what are you doing? What does this mean? Always ask. And then you have biblically um, that he was having a vision. And you know what? Everything I'm talking tonight, you can find in the Bible <laughs> because that's our roadmap. That's our, it's like our um 
God, that everything we, we, we do what the Father does and we do what um, is laid out for us in the Word of God. Okay, so what is a seer? What is a seer? It's prophetic revelation through the seer realm. You can write that down. It's prophetic revelation through the seer realm. It's through your spiritual eyes. Okay, so as we have talked, and I'm sure others have talked about, you know, when we're operating in the prophetic, it's like you have your spiritual senses. You have your physical senses, like your eyes and your ears and your nose and your taste and your, like your touch. Um, But we also have spiritual senses. And so tonight, I guess we're talking more about your, your spiritual eyes. You're seeing with your spiritual eyes. There are people also that, feel in the spirit. They might feel stuff in the spirit. Um, People that might um, hear stuff. People have talked about, I I heard the Lord. You might hear the Lord with its audible, booming voice, but you might also hear the Lord with this still, small kind of sense of a voice. Okay, so we're talking about your spiritual senses. First Corinthians 12.4, there are many different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. So when we're talking about visions and using our spiritual eyes, I'm going pretty fast. Are you guys all good? Okay, I, I feel like I went because I'm going to get to this. Um, you good? You really good? Okay, good. <laughs> when we're talking about um, our spiritual eyes, okay, our, our seeing eyes, there is also um, an internal and an external aspect, okay? So when um, – and, and there's so many examples through the Bible, and I will touch on a few of them. And um, I've also got some Greek and Hebrew words for it um, for you as well. But when we're talking about – also, by the way, a really great book to get. If you feel like you are a person that is like sees majority of the time when you're having your time with God or when you're operating prophetically, um, James Gole has a book called The Seer. He also has a book called The Feeler. They're very good. And can I just say this too before I keep going? Um, my mum tells this story. So my mum is an amazing prophet. And she tells this story of how when she first started prophesying, she's very much a, was a hearer. Like she'd just hear the voice of the Lord. She'd write the voice of the Lord. She'd say what she was hearing. And she was at a conference and they were prophetically ministering. There was a few people there. And then this lady got up and started um, talking about what she'd seen in the spirit and all these visions that she'd had. And mum went home with the Lord in her quiet time and she was like, oh, I love this whole seeing thing. Like, it's great to hear, but, you know, seeing, you know, having a picture just really helps explain things some way, different way. So she said to the Lord, God, I just, can you, I just want to start seeing, Lord. Can you show me, you know, visions and pictures? And as she started moving prophetically, she started, that started to open up for her just because she asked. So you might find as you're walking into this prophetic journey that there'll be a lean for you. Would you agree? There'd be a lean that you most of the time might get pictures or you most of the time might hear something or you most of the time might sense or feel something. You know what? Some people will smell something. Some people might taste something. Okay, I know it's a little out there, but they do. I actually remember being in a um, 
in a prophetic meeting and the speaker up the front goes, I can just taste in the Spirit strawberries. Can anybody else taste strawberries in the Spirit? And I feel like, and he said this, he's like, and I feel like the Father is saying fruitfulness over this place tonight. Blah, 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 blah. But as he said, I can taste strawberries, no joke, I could, I could actually start to taste it in my mouth and I'm going, this is weird. <laughs> and it freaked me out a little bit as a teenager. I'm thinking, but hey, okay, if you want to get a revelation like that, no worries. <laughs> um, so people before I've heard talk about um, smelling the presence of God like a freshness, like a really fresh smell. Um, so it's, it's there as well. Hey, spiritual senses. Um, but majority of people will say they either are seeing, um, feeling or hearing, okay, when they're operating. A lot of you are nodding, so I know. So if we look at the seer side of it, um, the seer, when we're talking about visions, there's two aspects that, that we see in the Bible and that come out, and they're both the internal and the external. And when we're looking at the internal vision, um, we're looking at the, that scripture that says, and behold, I saw in a vision. So when in Revelations, when he's talking about visions, it's actually an internal vision. And it was, it's actually the Hebrew or Greek word, I couldn't remember which one it was, is chosen, C-H-O-Z-E-N, it's spelt. And that's the, 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 the word for internal vision, like a mental picture or a, um, like a vision in your mind's eye, like a mental snapshot, okay? Has anybody had that experience, like a, a mental picture? And that really comes out of that sanctified imagination. So you're going, Lord, I thank you that I take every thought captive and subject it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. This is 2 Corinthians 10.5. I quote it all the time. I take every thought captive and I subject it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so thank you, Lord, that right now my thoughts are yours and I have a sanctified Holy Spirit imagination. And you do that and you pray that. And it's like you aligning your thoughts and your imagination with God. Um, and, and then when you start to have visions while you're praying, you can trust that they're visions from the Holy Spirit. It's not something you're just making up. Okay, um, so that's an internal vision, often with your eyes closed. Internal vision, getting a picture, internal vision, yeah? Chosen is the, is the um, Greek or Hebrew. I can't remember which one it is. have to look it up. Um, okay, so you have your internal vision. But then you can have external visions. And there's two types to this external visions, okay? So you can have an a, a external physical vision. And the, and the Greek word for that is optas, O-P-T-A-S-I-A. And that's out of the scripture, both with Michael, the archangel arriving and um, Mary um, and Zachariah, the priest, having an open vision, like a physical, I can physically see the table open vision, okay? When we're talking about externally. So we've got internally with our eyes closed. We've got ex externally open vision like that. But then there's also externally a vision that's like a, it's like a superimposed vision over the top of the physical space. Okay. It's like a, I can see the table here, but I might have a vision that I, I can supernaturally see something sitting on the table or around the table or beside the table. A lot of you are nodding. So if you've, you've experienced that, yeah. And the, 
And the Greek word for that is raha, R-A with apostrophe A-H. And it means to see. That's Sorry, that's Hebrew one. R-A-A-H, to see. And then there's one um, in the Greek, which is horasis, H-O-R-A-S-I-S, H-O-R-A-S-I-S. And that's actually to see internally and externally in that vision, like I'm seeing with my eyes closed and I'm seeing like a superimposed with my eyes open. I've got my physical surroundings, but I'm seeing a vision on top of that. Okay, so we can see biblically that there's both because that word refers to both. Okay, so we've kind of got, you've got your internal with your eyes closed. You've got your external, but within your external, you've got physical like open eye, what we call an open vision, I would say. But then there's the vision where you see superimposed on top. Okay, is that making sense? Okay, cool. And it does, you can, you can see this, this internal, external thing in lots of different ways. If, you'd, if you were a feeler, you might walk into the room and you just go, man, I feel really grumpy in this room. Like this is just something not right here, yeah? But then sometimes people can actually feel like a physical pain in their knee. Sometimes when you're getting a, maybe like a word of knowledge to pray for somebody, you might actually physically feel the pain to, and go, oh, I know I need to pray for that person. So there's the, like you're internally, you're, you're feeling it, you're sensing it, but then you're actually physically, externally feeling it. Yeah, to see the difference there as well. It's the same with hearing. You might actually hear the booming, audible voice of God. Okay, but then at the same time, we a lot of us hear that still quiet voice of God, like that, that sense of the Holy Spirit, that, that still quiet voice to your heart. Yeah, so external and internal again. Is this making sense? Yeah. Okay, and you know what? There is there's a range between it. You might hit somewhere along that spectrum anyway. Okay, and what wonderful language um, Daryl Crawford Marshall actually started talking about? He's a prophet in Mel in in Melbourne. Sorry, now he's in Adelaide. Um, and the word dilation. It's like you know how your eyes naturally dilate open and shut to receive light in. In the spirit, we can have that as well. It's like a supernatural spiritual dilation where you're, you might begin to see some stuff, but then other times it's like, voom, you're seeing a lot more. And what was really helpful for me was to, to hear that dilation is because then you can lean into that and you can focus on it and you go, okay, Holy Spirit, I saw something. Now I'm actually going to ask you, God, what was that that you were showing me? I'm going to actually look again. Okay, I'm going to look again, and I'm going to look again. I'm going to ask you, Holy Spirit, what you're showing me. Okay, so there's the dilation with our spiritual eyes. And then another form of visions is dreaming. Yeah, um, like Joseph had a dream about the angel came to him in the dream and warned him um, to take Mary and Jesus. Um, and that um, Hebrew word is onar. O-N-A-R in that, in that scripture there. And so dreams are another form of vision. And the Holy Spirit doesn't, you know, he doesn't sleep. He's here with us day and night. And you can operate in that you know, vision and dream, see a space in your sleep. 
And the cool part about that is too, is, you know, sometimes you can wake up and you can go, man, I know I had the dream from God and I just can't quite remember it. Yeah. Or I just can't remember that bit. And that's when it's a dream from God like that, you can say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, like, what was that dream? Bring it back to me. Bring it back to me. You can go back to that vision. You can ask him to open it back up for you and say, okay, Holy Spirit, show me. Show me what that was. And you can, in the daytime, ask God to keep showing you what that vision was in your dream. Okay? So don't be afraid if you get dreams in the night to ask the Holy Spirit. And the whole way along, you know, this is just us engaging with with the Father, engaging with the Holy Spirit, who is our helper, because that's what his name means. He's our helper. Um, so I like to give examples because this kind of, it helps you. And to also encourage you, I was New Year's Eve and we were at a picnic, Burley on the beach with friends, a couple of pastor friends of ours. And um, uh, Pastor Joel, he had, a, he had a, dr- a drone and he was flying it over the surfers and filming them um, and stuff. And so people were coming to watch. This is probably, yeah, a few years ago. People were watching him do it. Um, and so he was just talking to people about Jesus as he's, you know, playing with his drone and talking to this couple of people and had a couple of words of knowledge, talking about people. Anyway, he started talking to this guy and he was asking him questions and I'm standing there and he's like, oh, well, this is my friend Beck. She's a seer. She could tell you <laughs> what, what um, about your life. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> um, and in the split second, I looked at this man. I had one of those external visions like superimposed. I'm talking to the men. Hi, how are you? My name's Beck. What's your name? And while I'm talking to him and while I'm looking at him, I'm seeing blood just streaming across the front of him. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know how I'm going to say that, God. (laughs) Like this is like heaps of blood. I'm talking to him. Oh, yeah. Hi, how are you? And I actually said to the Holy Spirit, God, you're going to have to give me something else. I can't open with that. Anyway, God, I, I can't even remember something else that I felt God give me and talk to him, talk to him about Jesus, prayed for him. At the end, we're just talking and I asked him, I'm like, oh, what do you do for your job? And he goes, oh, I'm a pathologist. And I'm actually, you know, wondering if I should start my own business. And, and, and all of a sudden, everything that I'd already said made sense. And I thought, man, God, I just should have trusted what you'd given me. Trust what he gives you, even if it doesn't make sense for you. Um, trust what you've given me because that would have made total sense for him. Um, so that was like one of those kind of superimposed visions. And I think sometimes when you're praying for people, the Holy Spirit will, he'll give you pictures of, of, of that person doing something or give you pictures of the person holding something or um, give you pictures of, of like bricks. And then you say, okay, God, why are you showing me bricks? <laughs> and, and you keep asking again. Like Elijah did with that small cloud, like, okay, God, I'm going to look again. I'm going to look again. I'm going to look again. And when you're praying and prophesying over people, you really are asking the Father, you see something, you hear something, you sense something, and you just look again. And you keep praying for it and you keep praying for it. Actually, I'm going to do it as an example now. Let me um, let me grab somebody up. Um, thank you, Jesus. You in the green. Come 
No, no, it's all right. They can write it down for you. <laughs> Come here. All right. So I'm just going to give you running commentary of what I'm doing while I'm doing it. Does that sound good? Because then you can kind of see about the, it's really just keeping on asking and asking and asking and asking. It's all it is. And you know what? Sitting there as a child knowing he's a good father. He wants to talk to me. He wants to bless, what was your name again? Grace. He wants to bless Grace and love on Grace more than I do. He has so many wonderful things for Grace that he, now so even while I'm talking right now, I'm seeing a vision. I'm seeing <laughs> a vision of this big skirt around you, like one of those big old fashioned, really big, beautiful skirts. And I felt like the father was saying, so I'm saying to the father, I'm saying, okay, God, why a big skirt? And I'm feeling and I'm sensing an emphasis on the word big. Okay, so I'm asking the Father, okay, why, why big, God? And I feel like the word expand, and I'm feeling like the Father saying to you, I'm wanting to expand you, I'm wanting to expand your territory, reminds me of that scripture, expand your tent pegs, widen your territory, reminds me of the prayer of Jabez, or that you would bless me and enlarge your territory, that your hand would be with me, it should keep me from evil, evil so that I might not cause pain. And then while I'm saying that, I'm feeling a sense and uh, like a like I'm stuck on, um, and what was the part again? <laughs> um, or that you would bless me. Hang on, we're going to say the scripture again. Prayer of Jabez. Lord, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me. And I feel like the Father saying to you, my hand is with you, that you've doubted that in the past, but my hand is with you. Yes, you. Yes, you hear you, that your my hand is with you and I'm extending you. I'm expanding you. Going back to that picture, I'm expanding your territory. <laughs> and yeah, because there's more that he has for you. Yeah, and I'm actually like feeling in the visions, like I'm zooming in on one of those old-fashioned um, big skirts that almost has like a like a boning or like a hard bit underneath. And I feel like the Father's saying, this is actually setting you up for your future. Now, that really isn't to me a prophetic word because if, you, if you're here learning, God's setting you up for your future anyway, so everyone can take that. Um, <laughs> but he is wanting to be intentional with what he's building in you. And I feel like the Father's actually going to, there's going to be things you walk away from academy. You're doing in the academy? Yeah. So there's things you're going to walk away from academy and walk away from prophetic school that are going to really stick with you and really going to, you're going to remember. And the Holy Spirit's going to use them to build on your life. And they're actually going to be like, like anchors to what he's building in you and through you. Yeah, and I feel I saw now like an emphasis on the tightening at the top of the skirt and I feel like the Father is holding you close. He's tightening you in and he's reassuring you of his love for you and he's holding you dear and close and he's saying, I've got you, I've got this year. Now I'm feeling an anointing on provision, okay? So hey, I've got you, I've got this year, I've got the everything covered, I've got provision for every part of the journey. I've even got the right job at the right days, at the right time. This is what I'm feeling the Holy Spirit saying, yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, when I'm not explaining it, I'm going a bit faster. And so when you're going a bit faster, I feel like you kind of get like the whoosh <laughs> of the Holy Spirit as well. But I feel like, yeah, there's a tightening, there's an expanding, hmm, but it's also strengthening your feet. And I see you, now I see in the vision, I see you like picking up like a skirt and I'm running like this crazy woman with a big skirt. <laughs> but I feel like the Father is saying with that, I feel like him saying, Everything I've built in you, you're, it's not going to weigh you down. Everything you're learning, and, and right now you're in a place of like, oh my gosh, there's so much. But I feel like the Father's saying it's not going to confuse you. It's not going to weigh you down. It's actually going to cause you to run harder and run faster. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you that. Lord, I pray for an anointing to run hard after you, to run hard after you, to know and follow hard after you. And Father, I thank you for the rest of her days she's going to do that. There's been a fear grace that this wonderful season and this wonderful time is going to come to the end end, and the father's calling you tightly and he's saying I've got you I've got this is isn't coming to an end and I declare over your days that you are going to know him for the rest of your life your children's children are going to know you know him for the rest of their lives and father right now I declare over her woman of God courageous and strong and a follower after Jesus and now in the vision what I'm seeing is other like little kids following after the big skirt. So Father, right now, I thank you for the ones that are going to follow after her. Lord, as she follows after you, everything you built in her. And usually when I'm finishing prophesying, so we could keep going, we could keep going, we could keep going, keep going. But I'm feel to finish, so I'm going to finish. But um, when I finish, you'll usually notice that we'll pray. And it's like we're releasing and blessing and agreeing with everything that God's shown us, yeah? So that's why you'll usually see us finish with a prayer. So, Father, right now, I thank you for grace. Lord, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I bless this in her. I seal it in her. Lord, it will be an anchor in her heart. Lord, and I thank you for a supernatural knowing. Yeah, because you've not been sure. So, Father, a supernatural knowing of what you're doing and what you're about to do and what you're going to do for the generations to come. In Jesus' name, we bless her. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless you. Yay, God. Yay, Grace. That's fun. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Is that helpful? Yeah. Um. So... Another part of, I guess, when you're operating in the seeing realm and you're, and you're looking for what the Father is doing, prophetically, the next, I guess, natural part is you're dipping into seeing the angelic realm because they're part of the spiritual atmosphere, yeah? You're going to see demons because they're part of the spiritual atmosphere. And what it comes from is a discerning of spirits, Okay, so 1 Chronicles 12, 4 to 11. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Wise counsel, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues and interpretation of tongues. Okay, and so when you're beginning to see or sense the angelic realm, it's really coming from a place of discerning of spirits. Okay, and you're discerning what's happening in that spiritual realm and discerning what the Father is doing um, in that spiritual realm. And a lot of people, when they're seeing the angelic realm, can kind of go, oh, I'll get freaked out a little bit. But 
If you see something, you always go back to asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, why are you showing me this? Holy Spirit, what are you doing right now? Holy Spirit, why am I seeing this? What's that? What, what's that there for, Holy Spirit? And I tell you what, I think um, discerning of spirits really comes at, out of a place of prayer and intercession. Because when you're praying and you're interceding, interceding and you're agreeing with what God's doing, God will show you what he's doing. And so you can keep praying for it and agreeing with it. Um, and that's where I think that discerning what's happening kind of comes from. Um but the but the seeing the seeing realm, you know, there's there's lots of angels, 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 angels. I love you, Jesus. And but you know, through the Bible, we see lots of different types of angels. We see messenger angels. So we see the archangel Michael. See other messenger angels. We see guardian angels. Psalms ninety one protecting us. Territorial angels. Okay, angels that are protecting areas and territories, worshiping angels all through the Bible, the pictures of the throne room of angels that are glorifying God. So angels are part of this supernatural realm. And so when we're a seer that's seeing pictures and visions and dreams, you're going to bump into angels. Okay, it's part of it's part of that seeing realm. And I think um, one of the ways you can do that is you might see them with your eyes closed like you might be praying and you might the father might just show you a, a vision of an angel and you'll just know that there's something here you might sense it or feel it um but you might see it with your eyes open and so some ways that other people have said they've seen angels is they might have seen like a flash um they might see like a mist physically with their eyes open. Um, and again, when I'm talking external, you're talking like physical seeing or also that kind of superimposed over the top of the physical atmosphere. Um, some people say a silver outlining, like a like an outlining of an angel. Um, I think for me, that's probably the one I see the most. And then I lean into it in the spirit and I ask God for the details, you know, and then you begin to see more and more and more. Um, I remember, I feel like this school, this time I'm talking about the clothesline a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but it was a few years ago, I think uh, my nephew, yeah, he's maybe three years ago. Um, I was out at the clothesline, just praying in tongues. And as I was, I looked up and my sister lives beside us. And as I looked up and over her way as I was going inside, I noticed some serious angels and I was like oh they're they're not the normal angels that are around here like I know the normal ones that are around here see them hey guys but that that one I haven't that one's not normal like I that's a different angel and it was two really seriously big angels anyway so I'd got Saturday so I wasn't working and I had gone inside and I text my sister and I said oh got some serious angels at your house today (laughs) It was, and I actually had uh, left it a little bit before I messi- messaged her. And what I didn't know that had happened earlier was that my nephew was jumping on the trampoline and had fallen off the trampoline face first. Um, and so much so that he had like the imprint of the ground in his head and a bit of a, you know, a mark on his head. And he had screamed. Like my sister said, you know, as a mum, you hear them cry and then you hear them cry and you run. Um, it was one of those. Anyway, they were they were worried and they took him to the to the hospital 
because he'd really whacked his head and she'd seen it happen. Like she um, took it to the hospital and they said she'd explain to them what had happened and they're like, we need to do x-rays. His eye socket's probably fractured. Um, he's going to have huge, big, blown-up eye. This is probably not going to be good from what, the, what she was describing to them that had happened. Did the x-ray? Nothing. Did, like, all the scans and the tests and everything? Nothing. They were like, oh, well, we can give him some Panadol and send him home. But, you know, he's probably going to be black and blue all over. Don't be surprised as his eye puffs up and anything. Next day, nothing. Nothing. And when I texted her and I said, there was some, like, serious angels at your house. She's like, I reckon they were protecting him from, from hurting himself further. And you know what? Next day when I was at the clothesline, they weren't there. Because I looked. <laughs> and so th- that was for me a going, okay, God, they were angels sent on protection because they were protecting him from what had happened. I think um, when I was younger, I, I would jump on the trampoline as a kid and I'd see things. <laughs> I'd come upstairs to my mum and go, Mum. I think I can see the air move. <laughs> my mum's like, no, you can't see air back. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm telling you, I can see the air move. And it wasn't until later I realised actually, actually seeing angels move. It's actually seeing. <laughs> but it, it took me time to get the wording for what I was seeing. Um, and you know what? If you're seeing the spiritual realm, you're seeing the angels. You're going to see a couple of demons too. Um, I was at youth group. I tell this one because it's a funny one. Um, and my parents' church, they had a uh, we had a like a care arm to the church, and so we had a lot of people that were homeless, a lot of people that you know were coming from a long way back and needing a lot of Jesus. And um, so youth group was interesting. And one day, this girl walked in. And for some reason, I was just like, oh, man, drawn to her. Like, and as I like walked up, hi, I'm back, you know, welcome, da-da-da-da. I saw this thing sitting on her shoulder and it poked its tongue out at me. And I was like, okay. And I was talking to her still. And um, I don't know what came over me. I think it was the boldness of God, <laughs> like it was the supernatural boldness because I could just as the night went on as we did you know all the youth group activity things I could just see this thing like talking in her ear at her and bothering her and she just seemed irritated like the whole time um and I could see this thing you know talking to her anyway at the end of the night they're having prayer and stuff and I said to her um, I said you know you don't have to listen to any other voice that you don't want to you can you can just listen to to, to God and the, and, and the people around you that love you. you don't have to listen to any anything else. And when I said that, the thing looked at me, stuck its tongue at me, like went at me and stormed off. And when I went home, I was so annoyed. Like I went, I went home to my father and I'm like, Dad, I was at a youth group and then this girl was there and there's this thing on her shoulder and then it stuck its tongue out at me and I didn't like I don't know what to do. <laughs> and um I felt like I felt like my dad said to me, oh, well, that's easy, Beck. You know, that's just 
demon and you just treat it like you'd treat a naughty dog and you tell it to behave and you take authority in the spirit because you're a child of God and you've got authority. And that's how we deal with it. We don't pay them attention. We don't give them airspace. We don't give them time. If you see it, you're seeing it because God wants you to take authority. If you're seeing it, you're seeing it because God wants to show you something and you take authority and you move on. We don't go looking for demons under every rock. We don't go trying to figure out or like you don't want to become that way inclined. And people will say to me, oh, so you're a seer. You must see so much. And I'm like, actually, no, I only see angels and what God's doing. Yeah, I'll see that stuff. But that's not, that's in such a small percentage compared to the other stuff. Because if we're followers of Jesus, we're Christ ones, that's what we're leaning into. That's what we're looking for. That's what you're going to see. You don't need to be bothered with that stuff. And in fact, I tell you, there's not as much of it around as the devil would like to convince you there is. And actually doesn't have as much authority as the devil would like to convince you that there is. <laughs> because that's all the devil does is big, big voice and, and little moves. Um, so if you encounter that sort of stuff, you do. You just take authority over it and you move on. Okay. Um, but we're going to look for some angels tonight. How are we going? Oh, yes, it's time. Okay, cool. So, otherwise we could talk all night about, about seeing angels and seeing the this, this supernatural realm. How are you feeling? You doing all right? Good. All right. So, we're going to get into some activations with visions and dream Visions tonight, not dreams. You can do that when you get home. Um, <laughs> visions tonight. And, um, Yeah. So with the people online, you're going to stay with us for a moment because what we're going to do is we are going to ask the Holy Spirit to show us what's happening in the spirit realm in the room, okay? We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to show us the angels that are in the room and what he's doing, okay? So we're going to pray and then we're going to have a look and we're going to ask, okay? And what you'll find is, don't feel like like silly or oh I don't know. Just st- just say what you what you're thinking, what you're feeling. So people at home have a look in our room for us. You can do it through the screen, and then you can do it in your own place. So if you're in a group of people, um, I think the online team are going to take you through that, doing it in your own space later. But do it with us first. Um, so <sighs> thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> This is actually the best place to practice because, you know, spiritual realm in churches is really cool. <laughs> and you can always ask the Holy Spirit what he's doing in, in, the, in worship. So, Father, right now, we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. Lord, we thank you for sanctified imaginations. Lord, we thank you for every thought captive and subjected to your Lordship. And Lord, we just put you, Jesus, King Jesus, in your rightful place. We thank you for what you're doing huh? now, Holy Spirit. And Lord, I just thank you right now for an opening up of those visions and those supernatural eyes. Lord, I thank you for the dilation in the Spirit to open now in Jesus' name for people to begin to see what you're doing in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so open your eyes and have a look. Ask the Father, what's he doing? What are you seeing? What's the angelic happening in the room?
Have a look. Put your hand up as soon as you see something. I'll just, uh, okay, cool. I was going to tell testimony first, but cool. All right. Yes, sir. What are you seeing? Yes, there's always one at the drums. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, do where's Sarah? Do we have the microphone? I just so that people online can know. Okay, that's all right. I'll tell you what we have. Um, so he was saying he's seeing angels across the top of the screen and an angel beside the drums. Hands up, who else is seeing the angels across the top of the screen? And hands up, who else is seeing the angels near the drums? Cool. Actually, can I just say, side note, we had a prophetic word from our intercessors. Um, over the music team, probably like mm, three months ago, it was the start of the year, Christmas time-ish, um, about a new anointing coming over the drums as they were played in services. So it doesn't surprise me that you're all seeing angels in the drums. So what are you seeing? Yep, stage left. Yeah, on the stage or on the floor? Yep. Mm-hmm. Angel on his knees in a pool of water. What does the pool of water represent? Glory? Mm. Yeah. What do you think the staff represents? Ask. Mm-hmm. An angel walking up and down the aisle. When we're talking about it, if, if you're seeing any of those things, just give me a nod if you've seen some of those things. Awesome. Yeah. Don't be off put if you feel like you can't see a thing. It's okay. But just keep looking. What else is the Father doing? I feel like the water here in the staff is angel digging wells. Digging wells. Digging wells of, of revival that's been here before that we're, we're about to visit again. Yeah. That's what I get. But see, that's me going, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? Yeah, and get a sense of it. Yeah. Anybody else that hasn't had a turn? Anybody else? Yes. What are you seeing? Two lines of angels facing us, yep. Mm-hmm. Army of angels, yeah. Yeah, you see it too? Cool. Army of angels, two lines of angels, yeah. What are they here for? Mm. Cloud of glory of God in the center of the stage. Protecting the glory, angels protecting the glory. Cool. Mm, yeah, awesome. Anybody else? Mm. A hub? Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, there are angels on assignment for us here tonight. Yeah. Yeah, excited. Yeah. Yeah, I sense that too. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Anybody else? You sensed? Yep. Sense some angels up there. Up high or down low? Or what are they doing? Yep. Yep. Kind of covering? Yep. Okay, cool. Anybody else? If you're not feeling like you're seeing it, something, don't don't stress. Just relax. It's 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 easier when you relax. Yeah. Angels jumping on the chairs like they're jumping on the beds. Yep. Yeah, awesome. But you said you saw that with your eyes closed. Yeah. So a vision. So Mia, our daughter, sees lots of angels with her eyes closed. And I'll go, I'm seeing this with my eyes open and she'll close her eyes. And she's like, yeah, I see that too. So, yeah, you can see it with your eyes closed as well. It's just internal, external. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah, I like that. Could you feel the anointing then when he described that? That's cool. Hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? What are you seeing? Yeah. Eyes closed. Yep. 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 Sure. Yeah. Angel with exit sign. Yeah. Cool. I feel like that one's for you personally. But yeah, it's cool. Ask the ask the father what he's showing you, that one. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Lean into that. Anybody else? Let me just Yeah. Okay, so who sees the angel standing in front of he's kind of standing in front of you? He's about mm, twice as high as me. Yeah. You can sense him, did you say? Yeah. He's he's an angel of wisdom and understanding. Red sash. I haven't seen the red sash, but that's cool. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. How am I able to tell if he's an angel of wisdom and revelation? I just, um, I guess I sensed it. I kind of sensed the feeling of wisdom and revelation. Yeah, that was a sense. Because you do, you don't just stick with one way of, of it, do you? You just, you mix between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually feel like he's connected to you, this angel. He's the wisdom and revelation that you walk in and and the wisdom and revelation that's going to increase over you. I actually see him stamping the ground like I was seeing dust before and I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, what does that mean? Yeah, and I sense now I'm sensing he's stamping the ground. It's like there's more revelation to come. 
Like I am getting ready to to move. Come on, more revelation in Jesus' name. So can we pray and release that over him? Thank you, Father. What was your name again? Sorry. Patrick. We thank you, Father, for Patrick. Lord, we thank you for the gift of wisdom and revelation over him. And Lord, we just say, let it increase in Jesus' name. Let it increase in Jesus' name. Yeah, more we pray, more we pray, more we pray, more in the name of Jesus, Lord. And all of the old ways of thinking are gone, Lord, in preparing for the new ways to come. Yeah, fresh revelation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Anybody else really feel, sense something that they've seen? Yeah? How are you doing at home? Can you sense any of those things? If you can see any of the things that we've mentioned, I know it's a bit hard with the microphones, just pop it in the comment. But the guys at home, I might explain the next two things we're going to do and then they'll go um, with the online team. So we're going to practice internal and external now, okay? So we're um, going to get um, with another in pairs and then in pairs again. And the first one we're going to do is ask God for an internal picture. So you're going to close your eyes, you're going to pray for the person and you're going to ask the Father for a flower and what that type of flower represents for that person, okay? Eyes closed, internal vision. Then we're going to find another partner and we're going to pray for them and you're going to pray over them and you're going to ask God for a vision and see something around them with your eyes open. Just go for it. This is the perfect place to practice, okay? Um, something with your eyes open, see if you can see something. If you close your eyes and you see something, then great, share that as well. And always ask the Father, what does it mean? What are you showing me this for? It's really cool to say, hey, I see an angel. Or it's really cool to say, oh, hey, I see um dust over there. But but what does it mean? Why is the Holy Spirit showing you that? Why is he opening that up in front of you? Yeah, that's why we're leaning into because we want it to encourage somebody. And like we did here, Patrick, we're going to pr- pray for them as, as, as you finish. Does that make sense? Yeah, cool. All right. So online guys, nice to be with you. Be blessed. And you can go with your team online. Are they all good? They'll be fine? Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Huh, before we jump into pairs, I just want to, I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit if there's anything else he wants to do because I don't quite feel just done yet. Yeah? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Lord, right now, I just break off, God, disappointment and despair and discouragement. again. So we just did the activation for our building and we get to do it again for the room that you're in. And I see in the chat, there's a few people that said they didn't see anything, but this is where we get another opportunity to step out in faith and um, come like little children and expect to hear from the Lord. And again, this is not a competition, but this is an opportunity for us as sons and daughters to see what the father's doing in the room. So what we're going to do is we're going to take three minutes and ask Holy Spirit to show us uh, where the angels are at in the room that we're in. And we're going to give you a 30-second warning before we come back and do the next activation. So, again, guys, um, there's no pressure in his presence. So, um, yeah, just take this as an opportunity as a son or a daughter to spend some time with the father. So, uh, we'll set this timer now and um, we'll check back in shortly.
Okay, 30 seconds left, guys. Hello, welcome back. All right. So, what we're asking now is we're going to ask um, God for a type of flower that you are and what it represents. And so, we'll take five minutes for this activation just to ask the Holy Spirit uh, for a picture and an interpretation. And um, we'll give you about a one-minute warning. Uh, before the time is up and just yeah just to reiterate just a picture of a flower and what that might represent to you so we'll see you soon thank you
You have one minute. We'll see you soon. All right, guys, so we're going to do the third activation for tonight. Now, this one, get to ask the Holy Spirit for a picture for someone else. And then, so if you're in a group, you can jump into pairs um, or if you're sitting in like a circle type thing, you could choose the person on your right and ask the Holy Spirit for a, a picture for them. Ask the Holy Spirit for a picture and uh, sorry, if you're on your own, you can ask the Holy Spirit for a picture for a friend or a family member um, and then ask the Lord for the interpretation of that picture. So we'll give you another five minutes for this one and a, and a minute warning. So again, this time we're asking the Holy Spirit for a picture for someone else and then the interpretation. So we'll start the uh, start the clock again and we'll see you soon.
one minute left, guys, and we'll be back. Welcome back. Okay, so coming up next week, uh, Nick, we have our favourite, Mrs. Sarah Cheeseman, and she's going to be teaching us on prayer and intercession. Now, immediately, I can feel like some of you are like, look, I had a 90-year-old grandmother back in my old church who was an intercessor, and I'm not called to be like her. But I have some good news for you. We are all called to prayer and intercession um, because... We are all gifted with the things of the Lord. So the Bible says that we God has given us every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. So we can all pray and we can all intercede at different times. So you won't want to miss this. This is this is really a powerful um, session. It's going to be a powerful session. We've been learning about prayer and intercession at the academy recently. So... Um, yeah, I'm keen for keen to hear more about it and even just hear more of God's heart for it because it is something that's available to all of us. So, um, yeah. All right. So we just want to say thank you for joining us. I don't know why I held the mic like that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, just want to give a shout-out to Serena. so good that you were online with us tonight and to Sean and uh, Jody. I know you were online. Do you have any other shout-outs? Deborah and Leonie and my mate Patrick and uh, Susan. Did I mention Sean? Sean. Yeah, quite a few of you. It's great to see you all in the chat. So what I feel to... Um, just remind us before we head off tonight is um, the scripture that we actually started with at the start of the Glory Prophetic School. It came back on my heart again and it, and it says in First uh, Corinthians 14 verse 1, it says, Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities that the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. And it's a good reminder for me to remember why we're actually doing this, why, there's, um, why we want to pursue seeing the angelic and... Um, seeing what the Lord is doing in a room and also pursue visions and dreams as well. It's because we want to experience more of the Father's love. And um, yeah, this, like I said, this is not a competition. This is just an opportunity to encounter more of the Father. And when we're giving out prophetic words, if we, we have won if we've done it in love because the word says that love never fails. So um, yeah, just want to remind us of that and purpose of why we're here again. Um, so we love you all, and yeah, I just want to uh, want you to know that God's best is for you, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bless you all. Bye. See us.